Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where someone actually makes the argument, I have COVID, therefore give me your house. Our next Reddit post is from Wolfish Mule. I just found this subreddit and I instantly remember this story because it happened very recently. A little backstory. I have a high voice for my age and my hair is kind of long for a boy. I was 13 when this happened. So I went to a grocery store with my mom to get stuff and we split up to get everything. I went to my aisle and I was singing One Winged Angel to myself like the nerd I am. This man walks up to me, an entitled dad about 40 years old, and goes, I didn't know girls know that song. I'm socially awkward, but I had to speak up about this, so I did. I took off my hood and said, I'm not a girl. It's fine, I get this a lot. The entitled dad goes, No, you are a girl. You have the hair and the voice. I know what gender I am. Please leave me alone. This isn't very comfortable for me. He gets really mad and yells, You are a girl. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. I got very scared by this because I don't like talking to strangers in general and this stranger was yelling at me. He terrified the life out of me. So I started to walk away without the items I needed. He followed me and I became very scared. So I just kind of froze in fear. He walked up to me and said, You idiot shouldn't be thinking about these fantasies. You're a girl, just accept it. Luckily, a store employee noticed this and she was good friends with my mother and helped me out. She told him, Sir, you're going to have to leave. He goes, Not until this person realizes they're a girl. Then my mom walked around the corner and saw this. She was not having this. She walked up to him and said, He's a boy. You need to stop this. This is technically harassment. Her friend said, Sir, if you don't leave right now, I'll call security. He left quickly after that. I told my mom what happened and she was very mad about what he did. I haven't seen the man since and I'm happy. I can't remember the last time I was that scared. Alright, so here's my theory about what I think actually happened here. The entitled dad saw OP and just assumed that he was a girl because of how he looked. And when OP corrected him, the guy just assumed that he was a female to male trans and that made him angry because he's probably some kind of trans bigot. So instead of just being like a normal person and saying, oh, my mistake, and walking off, he decides he's going to try to convert you to not being trans by yelling at you until you agree that you're a girl. Even though you're not a girl, you're just a guy who kind of looks like a girl. So I guess the TLDR is that he's a bigoted idiot. Our next Reddit post is from Mary Rose Tudor. So this is a bit of an inside joke with my family. For some context, I have a dog named Anya. Well, one day when I was calling to her when she was still a young puppy, I said onion by mistake and she came running. So it's kind of been a running joke in my family that we'll call her onion instead of Anya. She responds to both. This happened during Christmas. I was in Petco with my dogs picking out toys for their Christmas and getting some kitty litter. A kid, maybe about 14 years old, came up to me and he was picking out a toy for his dog. When he saw my dog, he asked if he could pet her. I didn't mind, so I let him pet my dogs. He asked for her name and I said, Oh, the black one is Onion and the black and white one is Pippin. The kid says, Onion? That's a weird name for a dog. Oh, did I say Onion? Her name is Anya. When she was a puppy, I called her Onion by mistake and it just became a running joke. That's really funny. Then we hear the clearing of a throat and Karen appears. She was nice at first and she asked about my dog and we just chat for a minute. And then her kid tells her about how I call Anya Onion. Why would you name a dog after a vegetable? That is inappropriate. 
Well, her name is Anya, and I call her Onion as a joke. And what kind of name is Anya? Wouldn't princess do better? No, Anya is Anya. I have to leave now. Have a good day. No, you will name your dog Princess. It's a good dog name. Well, if you really want to do this, her real name is Anastasia, which means brought back to life. She was found in such a state that you would have thought that she was dead. I thought the name to be more than appropriate, so if you'll excuse me. I turned away, and Karen continued to whine about how Princess was such a good name for my dog, and how my dog deserves better because I named her such a horrible Russian name. I paid for my things and left. No dogs were harmed during the making of this post. Our next Reddit post is from Mademoiselle. My cousin is a single mother who lives with her elderly parents. Her five-year-old daughter was exposed to someone with COVID and is now starting to show symptoms. My heart goes out for them, but here's the thing. My cousin called me earlier to find out if there's a possibility that I can go stay with my parents for two weeks so that she can isolate with her daughter in my house. To be clear, me going to live with my parents would mean that I would have to take vacation from work. My cousin can afford a hotel, and even if she couldn't, our government actually provides accommodations for cases like this. But no. Apparently, going to such a place would be restrictive to her dearest baby, and the child would just die without a proper TV and Wi-Fi. Also, my backyard is nice and big, and they would love to use the pool during the hot summer days. And since my parents are elderly, they could probably use my help for two weeks. Believe me, they do not want me there. At this point, I can only just frown and shake my head because this woman really expects me to move out of my house and miss two weeks of work because her precious child would just die without TV and Wi-Fi. Does anyone else think it's weird that this entitled mother is worried about her kid dying from no TV and Wi-Fi and not, you know, COVID? Our next Reddit post is from Little Miss Bunny Woman. I'm a 29-year-old Vietnamese-born Canadian woman with an entitled father. I posted about a week and a half ago because my father, who I hadn't spoken to in several years, demanded a loan of over $150,000. I said hell no, so he decided to sue me for 85 k Well, we had court today, and I had to phone in because of the quarantine. The judge basically threw it out immediately after looking at his evidence and mine. But yeah, my father was almost laughed out of court. The judge spoke to me directly and advised me to get a restraining order and talk to me about my younger sister living with me. The judge asked if I was getting any support from my mother and father to help pay for my sister, and I said of course. My mother sends $1,000 a month from my sister, and my father sends nothing. So I was advised to seek the counsel of a family lawyer, because my father should be paying me support payments until my sister finishes university. I just called one a few minutes ago, and, well, it seems like my father will soon be forced to pay me money for my sister to live with me. I guess karma can really be a bitch. And then, OP posted an update. I just had a Skype conference with a family lawyer my friend recommended, and my friend said this man could talk Santa out of a box of cookies. According to my lawyer, he's going to find out my father's total earnings for the last five years, and depending on how much he makes, I can expect between $500 to $1,500 a month backdated for every month that my sister lives with me to the better part of a year. Also, the payments will continue until my sister finishes university or until she turns 24, whichever is sooner. She's 18. I told my lawyer that I don't want the money to be paid directly to me, I want it to be paid directly to my sister. This gave my lawyer the biggest evil grin. 
He said that makes it so much easier because I'm not trying to profit off of it. I just want my sister's life to be easier. I won't even charge her rent. And most likely, if my mother wants to get in on it too, we're looking at a total of five years of back payments from my dad. Today has been a good day. <laughs> Man, this story is the definition of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. He tried to sue OP for $85,000 on the grounds of what? Because they happen to be related and he really wants the money, therefore he just deserves it, I guess? Well, whatever. OP, I hope your younger sister buys you dinner because she's about to get paid. Our next Reddit post is from Latina Cinderella. For the last couple of months, I've been working as an intern in the HR department of a middle-sized company, and while it's mostly been an uneventful job, there have been some really peculiar moments. Most people up north may be suffering from a white Christmas, but down here in the equator, we are melting from the heat. And in a highly humid town like the one I live in, it feels like the Amazon rainforest. Well, maybe that's because we are actually on the border of the Amazon rainforest. This would make you think that any building would have their air conditioning units working full-time at full power, right? Well, not if Mr. Jeremy Johnson, our protagonist, could prevent it. Every day, Jeremy is the first guy to get in the building. He enters the office he shares with five other guys, and he sets the thermostat to a not-so-refreshing 25 degrees Celsius, or 77 degrees Fahrenheit. The thermostat is right next to his desk, so he basically has full control over it. When any of his coworkers complained about it being really hot, he would set it to 20 degrees Celsius or 68 Fahrenheit for about 10 minutes, and then return it back up to its sweltering levels. If anyone changed the temperature themselves, he would set it back once they returned to their desks. As childish as this may sound, this game lasted for about a month until an HR rep, that would be me, had to intervene because this was getting out of hand. Formal complaints were made, and the screaming matches were getting worse and worse, with people from other departments commenting on the issue too. So, as part of the normal first step, I interview the five guys and they describe the problem I just told you about. Cut to the funny part, my interview with Jeremy. I'll try to recreate it as best I can, although I may be a little biased. Hello, Mr. Jeremy. I'm OP from HR. How are you? Fine. So, let's cut to the chase. About the thermostat. What about it? I described the complaints against him. Having said this, we need to find a solution. A solution for what? The only problem here is that those little kids can't handle a little bit of heat. A detail I forgot to include is that while Jeremy is in his early 40s, his coworkers are between 24 and 30. Yeah, but that's the reason we have the air conditioning, sir, so that workers can be as comfortable as they can. It's expensive! Our energy budget is able to cover for it. There's nothing you should worry about. If we need to make cuts, we'll tell you. Well, I can't handle the cold. It triggers my allergies. Maybe we can arrange a seat change so you're not too close to the air vent. And, I don't know, maybe you can bring a thin sweater so you don't get too cold. I don't like sweaters. I'm fine the way I have the thermostat. Why should I change it? Because you're not alone in your office, Mr. Jeremy. We can't let this fight affect your work environment. I really don't get all this drama. I keep the same temperature at home and none of my kids complain or are allowed to change it. It should be the same here. I think at this point my face just made the most WTF expression imaginable because I couldn't believe the argument he just said. Sorry, mister, this is not your house. This is your workplace and those are not your children but your adult co-workers. Then they should act like it! 
Okay, that's all I needed to hear. We'll tell you what measures will be taken. Have a good afternoon. So, after that weird conversation, I talked to my supervisor, and in the end, it was decided that Mr. Jeremy had two options. One, change places in the office and leave the thermostat in the hands of the other guys, meaning he would have to deal with a cold. Two, he could move to our backup office, which is basically an adapted supply closet normally used for extra numerary personnel we sometimes hired. It was occasionally used for file storage, and it only had one small fan for ventilation, and no windows. Surprisingly enough, Mr. Jeremy chose the first option. And while he's constantly complaining about his cold feet, at least they're not fighting each other anymore. In addition to this guy being completely entitled, he's also oblivious. He says that his kids don't complain about the thermostat at home, but based on the conversation that I just read, I would guess they're too afraid to speak up. And yeah, I wouldn't blame them. Our next Reddit post is from Crycakes. So I used to work as a security officer, and I was really good at my job. This was especially hard since I'm a woman, and so it's a struggle to be taken seriously in a job that's considered to be a man's job. Anyway, the story. I was serving as the gate guard for an outdoor public-owned entertainment area. While I was on duty, a man walked past taking his young son to daycare. The kid was three or four. He was in the process of explaining to his son that boys don't cry, only girls do. He sees me, and he asks me to tell his son my name. Instead, I tell the son something like, Boys can cry too, only really strong men and boys cry. It's weak men that think only little girls can cry. If you cry, it's because you're a strong boy. Well, the dad went red in the face, hurried to the daycare down the road, then came back to yell at me. I turned around and pointed out that I'm a female in the role of a man. I'm doing a man's job. And that he's a chauvinistic pig to teach his son such toxic masculinity. He responded with, Well, you're French, and that's your culture. I replied, This is New Zealand, and it's not our culture. Down in the comments, Doom Weasel Level 5 has this to add. You're a security guard, not an insecurity guard. I don't know why you would have expected anything else. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.